Welcome to the Human Design and Beyond podcast with your hosts, Leslie Wegleitner and Lori Wakefield. In these podcasts, we discuss all things related to human design. It's here where we share our knowledge, insights, and experiences. Join us as we dive into authentic conversations about letting go of resistance, identifying conditioning, and so much more. Our goal for you is to live in alignment with your unique human design. These quick bouts of inspiration will bring forward things to contemplate about your individual charts and inspire experiences in your everyday life to support your journey. Welcome. Thanks for joining us today. I'm Lori. Hi, and welcome back, everyone. I'm Leslie. Today, we're going to continue talking about the Fear Gates and the Ajna Center. Before we begin, I'd like to give a brief overview of how fear is experienced through the Ajna Center for those who are just joining us today. The Ajna is located directly below the head center on the body graph. Its function is to help you process, conceptualize, organize, and store information. When you're not following your strategy and authority or not living in alignment with your true nature, the fears from the, from the Ajna are experienced as mental anxiety. In this episode, we'll be talking about the fears associated with Gate 11 and Gate 4. Leslie, are you ready to begin our discussion with Gate 11? Sure. So Gate 11 is called Peace, the Gate of Ideas. When it is defined with its harmonic Gate 56, referred to as the Wanderer Gate of Stimulation, um, it is also called the Storyteller. But the, the channel um, of curiosity is created when the 11 and the 56 come together. So this is part of the sensing circuit, and it is our first abstract fear gate of the Ajna that we are covering. So the abstract process is about the past, and it looks at the past as an experience. Its perspective is like uh, looking in the river mirror, and the ideas created are coming from inspiration of information from the past. So this begins actually in gate in the 47th gauge, which allows us um, allows one to have a sense of things. So the gate. So the 11th gate can develop a conceptual idea to get people to see the picture. So the storyteller of the 56th gate is determined to get people to see the picture of that story. And gate 11 is um, also connected to the left eye and the left eye does not really clearly uh, see in the now, it happens over time. So gate 11's fear is emptiness and the anxiety trait is overstimulation. Gate 11 is about bringing ideas to others to stimulate them. So remember, Gate 11 is part of the collective circuitry, which theme is about sharing. So this energy reflects on the past and, and fears they will have nothing to share, no ideas, or a way to create the sense of hope and desire for what might be better. It is important to understand that the abstract mental process operates in a deep harmony with the emotional wave and its process also. So the abstract stream moves through the emotional system, starting with gate 41 and moving all the way through gate 35 to the throat. And this is known um, as the stream of being human. It is all, is all about uh, life experience. So the channel 1156 and 6447, which is an abstract channel that connected to the head, to the Ajna, are deeply connected to this emotional experiential human way which brings us back to gate 11 and its deep connection to wanting to express its ideas. Remember, these are abstract ideas. They will not be logical and they carry the reflection of um, either hopelessness or hope. 
So the experience in one's life will determine that reflection. And the fear is about not having the ideas that can bring hope into that experience. Um, to not um, be overwhelmed by fears and stop anxiety, I want to remind you once again how important it is to live um, out your type and your authority. The fear and anxiety are not um, here to overwhelm, but to really enrich our lives by its teachings. So um, I have a dear friend that has this um, channel 1156, and her gate 11 is in her unconscious moon, and gate 56 is in the unconscious Uranus. Um, it's really fascinating because she speaks a lot about inner peace and she's always seeking it. Right. But what I find interesting is um, when we're having conversations and if she's having something kind of significant happening in her life, she always has this um, inner peace quality. Like her body is just always feels like it's in this state of peace. Um, and so I just find that really uh, interesting because I don't know so much that she's aware of it being it's unconscious, but it's very noticeable to me. Um, so, uh, Lori, do you have anything you'd like to share about gate 11? Um, yeah, I'll add a few things about the gate. You mentioned that gate 11 is associated with the left eye. It's a visual memory gate. In our lap last episode, we talked about how... Um, Gate 17 is associated with the right eye. So the left eye has a very subjective way of looking at things. It sees only what it's meant to see and doesn't see the, pic the big picture. Um, I mean, you could have, you know, two people looking at the same thing and, and they, the person with gate 11 would, would be more selective in what they see. Um, people with gate 11 defined also just remember what they want to remember and bring only those memories and perceptions forward. Um, I think that's about all I have to have to add to it. I'm, I'm ready to move on to gate four, Leslie, unless you have something else to add about gate 11. No, I don't, but um, I'm ready for you to go on to gate four. Okay. Um, let's see. All right. So gate four is known as the gate of formulization or the gate of answers. It's part of the collective circuit in the understanding subcircuit. It's also part of the awareness stream of understanding, which is fueled by doubt. Gate four is the first gate we're going to explore that points to the head center. The Ajna is the only center in the body graph that's directly connected to the head center. Gate 63, which is known as the gate of doubt, is in the head center. It forms a channel of logic when it's connected to gate four. The purpose of this channel is to recognize doubt and inconsistent patterns and to challenge them to find the answer to correct the pattern. The energy of gate four is to find solutions that will correct inconsistent patterns by using logic. It's designed to formulate potential answers or solutions. These potentials need to be tested over time and need to provide evidence to support that something is true or not true. If you have gate four defined in your chart, the questions you try to answer are from people around you usually. They're not questions you're really asking yourself. They're not personal questions that originate within you. You pick up on the energy from other people who are doubting and you feel drawn to find the answer. The mental anxiety associated with gate four is the fear of chaos. There's a fear that order will not be found in the chaos and that things will always be chaotic. 
it's more on a societal level and not so much on a personal level. It has to do with patterns in life that we're all used to and that make us feel a sense of security. Life seems somewhat predictable. We know what to expect until something happens that disrupts our routines. For example, what happens when we experience a natural disaster or how did our lives change with the most recent pandemic? It changed patterns for a lot of people. Disrupted patterns create chaos and confusion and drive people who have gate fortified to come up with an answer that can restore order. Like most of the gates we've talked about so far, gate four is part of a projected channel. So your answers are best shared when you're, are, they're, they're best shared when you're asked to share them. Um, because if you're not asked to share them, other people aren't going to be as receptive to them. Leslie, you have gate four to find in your chart. Do you want to share any experience uh, you have with this gate? Sure. So um, I have the full channel, the 6447, and then also the gate four. So what I'm um, kind of witnessing is when I'm processing, processing through an experience, I can definitely feel that gate four kind of bringing up the doubt about what and why I just experienced what I did. And that my four gate, my gate four is in my conscious Venus, which is about relating to others. And it feels almost like I'm able to see the other side of the story being played out. And it gives me some sense of logic to bring um, into that abstract channel, that 6447 and the emotional thinking that um, as I'm going through the experience. And I can say that I think that four really helps me to kind of see both sides, you know, have that doubt, but kind of go back in and, and reassess, you know, um, and kind of tame down the emotional aspect of that 6447. Um, yeah. Does that make sense, Laurie? It does. Yeah. And I, I think like, I don't know, when we were talking before we actually, actually started recording today, um, I, I was talking about how it's hard for me, like we're going through these gates in the Ajna Center and I have an open Ajna. So, and I do have gate four to find. I didn't, I didn't really talk about gate four for me because it's in a, it's in an outer planet and it's just not something that um, I, I experience like on a, on a personal level, on a deeply personal level, like you do with, I mean, Venus is more of a, you know, it's, it's a, it's just a different planet. I mean, it has, it's yeah. more, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. So, yeah. um, but anyway, so, so I was thinking like about, it's hard for me to relate to the energy of some of the gates. Like I can understand them on, a, on an intellectual level and I experience them from time to time. Like when I'm around somebody who might have a definition there and then, you know, the, um, or transits that I go through, but, but in general, I identify with having an open Ajna, which means that my thinking is very fluid. Like I don't, I don't hold too tightly to a lot of things and, you know, thoughts just kind of, um, or, you know, the way I process information, it, it's not, it's just more fluid. So, um, but you know, it, it's fascinating to me because, well, you have a defined Ajna and then you have, you have gates in there that are defined too. Um, one thing I wanted to say, like what we were, or what you were talking about earlier, like just to make sure that, that, um, that people who are listening could follow what you were saying, but you were talking about the 6447. And then you were talking about when you're talking about gate 11 
the channel 1156 and that's part of the abstract abstract circuit. So yeah. do you want to explain a little bit about like what, you know, like what you were talking about there, maybe um, like how having that definition and then how it, how it, you know, it travels over to the 1156. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah. So that 6447, um, I spent a lot of time kind of diving into that, um, that channel, because I really just didn't understand it. And yet I knew it was kind of significant in my chart. And, um, and I wouldn't say, like, I'm an emotional person, but I couldn't figure out, like, where that charge in my mind was coming from. And then when I started, you know, learning more and more about human design, that that 6447 is actually, um, you know, part of that abstract circuitry, which also runs through the emotional center. So it's all connected, correct? So right. then I started kind of, you know, connecting the dots because my definition um, is more tribal in the emotional center. So I don't have like these um, big ups and downs. I'm pretty, I can stay pretty neutral with most right. emotional um, outbursts or, you know, things that are happening. But with that 6447, um, it got me to understand that um, it is about processing the past. So it's like I can, like if something happens in my life, I will sit and reflect on that and reflect on that and try to figure it out and try to figure it out. Well, the mind is not here for me to figure it out <laughs> about myself. Right. So to learn to just kind of let that go. And then there here comes that four, you know, feeding in these doubts of like, you know, what happened, what I could have done, what I should have done, you know, just all that stuff, you know, adding to the fuel there, um, fuel to the fire or fire to the fuel. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but, but you were talking about how, like maybe with your friend or something. Yeah. yeah. So it streams yeah. down in, I mean, if you, the flow of the abstract channel then travels to the 1156. Right. So exactly. you're having, you know, trying to figure out and reflect on the past. Um, and then it brings through the, the storyteller. Right. And so um, when I'm with my friend, that is very much a storyteller, you know, we connect both of those, um, Yes. And connect my abstract circuitry there. So within her um, telling of the stories and we processing the past, because that's what we kind of do with each other. It's, and now that you're bringing this up, it's kind of fascinating. Uh -huh. I was just with her yesterday and she'll be telling the story and, and we're both reflecting on the past. But, you know, it's not here for me to um, solve my own, you know, mind things. So it's kind of a good to play off of her. You know, we can ask each other questions and kind of go into the past and, um, and share that with each other. And then it's kind of a healing, it feels kind of healing when we're together, I guess. It's just, mm -hmm. uh, we have Milan Haas and, and bring up, you know, the past in a positive way to kind of move through it. Right. Without really solving it, I guess, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. It does. Yeah. So hopefully Interesting. that and didn't yeah. confuse. <laughs> What's that? Said so hopefully that clarified and didn't confuse. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I mean it, it. It made sense to me. I mean, I know it's not. We, that wasn't the focus of this podcast, but I just wanted because you mentioned the sixty four forty seven, and I just wanted to 
you know, to try to explain a little bit like, like how that feeds into the 1156. So, yeah. Yeah. So, oh, another thing when you're talking about storyteller and I'm not talking about your friend at all, but I'm just saying like yeah. something I read about it that was kind of funny um, is like, like sometimes like they'll, they'll only tell like, like half truths or like half the story. <laughs> does that make sense? Does that make sense? Like, yeah. 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 You know, being abstract and, and being, you know, that left eye that doesn't really see in the now. Right. It right. Kind of makes sense where it's over time. So it's like every time you go back into that story, they're probably remembering another little piece. Right. And so yeah. then the clarity, you know, eventually, you know, they're, but their storytelling is about helping the other not really for them exactly to yeah. feel the story. So, yeah. um, yeah. And it's just in this um, person that I'm re- referring to is it's amazing. Cause that's kind of what she does. That's kind of her work. Right. You know? Yeah. It's very Gosh. interesting. So I think we probably covered everything we wanted to share today. You think so? Yeah. 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 I'm good. So that'll wrap things up for this episode. Thanks for joining us today. In our next episode, we'll talk about the fears that can be found in gates 24 and 47. If you'd like to see the show notes for today's podcast, you can find them on our website at www.alignandachievebydesign.com. The show notes will be listed under podcast episode seven. If you'd like to join us as we continue to explore the human design fear gates, please be sure to subscribe to our podcast. Thanks again and have a great day. Thanks everyone.